guys will be right back. Oh, we're telling them that? I figured this would actually cut out. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. Beautiful, soothing voice, what everybody likes. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, that comes from my voice. (laughs) Well, guys, just to let you know, we are back with another episode. I'm happy to be here with you guys today. Um, I hope you listen to our episode 10, right? I think it's 10. Yeah. Oh, my God, we put out so many episodes. Someone buy us a drink. Yeah, literally, buy us a drink. Well, um, <laughs> Fanny, what's good with you? How was your week? Oh, my week? Mm-hmm. Uh, my week has been a lot of work. Yeah, same. How about you, Dusty? Um, My week, yeah, it's been mostly a lot of work. It's uh, almost the end of the month. First month of the year mm-hmm. yeah. down, mm-hmm. pretty much, guys. Jeez. Yeah. Did you stick to your resolutions? I didn't make a resolution. So She's I'm a three-month person, remember? Yeah, I'm Gucci. Uh, yeah. I, s- I well, have until I mean the end of March. I have until <laughs> uh, March 31st, and then we'll, we assess. Mm. <laughs> I said I was going to go back to the gym. My ass still hasn't stepped on the gym. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Dusty and I got drunk this weekend. Wow. Without oh. me? It was actually no. a lot of So what I was drunk before, what? actually, and then I, I got more drunk. I, <laughs> I feel so left out. Don't feel so left out. I'm going to take I your actually, cashmere sweater and just throw it outside. I actually <laughs> intruded on their weekend. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. we <laughs> were actually having a guy's night watching <laughs> UFC fights and of course. eating good food. And, and then Fanny showed up. And then, and Fanny, then Fanny showed up. <laughs> what a bitch. I was, like, hey, I was invited. <laughs> Who was she, she invited was. by? Don. Uh, and then Johnny. Oh, no wonder. That's why he called me like at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very accurate. I was dead asleep and I woke up and I saw his text and I was like, this man don't sleep. <laughs> no, he doesn't. But then I saw a snap that y'all were eating uh, that scene. Right. Oh, I lied. I'm sorry. Was, y'all were uh, invited to there. It was a hot pot. Oh, hot pot. OK. Anyways, but I brung over a bunch of smoked meat that I had made and nice. smoked queso and stuff. We need to do it like a family dinner. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, it kind of was. It was our that's our main. It was our main like group chat. So like, <laughs> and I intruded. My bad. Mm. It was our <laughs> group course. chat IRL. <laughs> they were just like, Fanny's basically a guy. Yeah. You know, was like, exactly. You're not wrong. <laughs> but Fanny, who do we have here today? Yeah, someone who is not a guy. Someone who is way cooler than me, and um, 
Dusty combined. Just kidding. Dusty's cool. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's not that much harder to be cooler than you, Kendra. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, but we have this incredible firecracker of a person. I don't know. I just felt like right to say, to describe her <laughs> as a firecracker. <laughs> she is, um, she's had a wide range of careers, um, but most importantly has had like a really cool um, story of what's gotten her to everything. So from starting her first marketing agency in her early 20s to switching to a career managing Native American reservation casinos all over the U.S. to then art teacher and now director at a nonprofit in education. We want to welcome Debbie Pierce here with us. Um, she's going to talk about her passion for people, how they create long-term value over time, no matter of age, culture, background, qualifications, or anything else. Um, so we're really excited to introduce Debbie on the show today. And welcome. I mean Hi, it. Debbie. <laughs> Hi. Laissez banca role, as we say right now, because it's Mardi Gras time where I am. <gasps> oh, I love Mardi Gras. Yeah. So that means Me that too. we are close to crawfish season. <laughs> yes, we are. I mean, the mud bugs are out. They're just not quite perfect yet. Debbie, tell me what's mud your bugs? temperature in Louisiana right now? It's a little chilly. I think it's around 60-ish. Oh. So um, a little chilly for us. There were lots of people out playing golf today. Because um, mm. my backyard overlooks a golf course. Mm. And um, But it was sunny, really pretty. I mm. have, I'm on a pond, so there was a, a bunch of blue herons out there. And it's, mm. it's really peaceful. I, I love it down here. But That's Mardi cool. Gras is definitely my... Time. That is my bucket list to Same. go to Mardi Gras. I just want to show up, show my t boobs, and get a beads, and come back home and say <laughs> I did it. <laughs> like one I year, it. Oh she my gosh, does it year. for free. FYI, <laughs> yeah. Well, beads are free, no matter if you show your boobs or not. Yeah. <laughs> but you you go out in costume, and that's really the most fun part. Yeah, you, co you mm. costume and you parade all day and. I mean, you go with a big group of people. You might be a big group of pirates. One year yeah, I was censored. So cool. I was, that was my, co my costume censored. So I just wore electrical tape. That, that was years ago. <laughs> years ago and a lot of time in the gym to just wear electrical tape. Oh, my so, God. Did you wear? I got a lot of beads. <laughs> oh, I bet. Man. <laughs> That's awesome. That's my goal. Um, so, okay. For those listeners, Mardi Gras, you could probably guess that Debbie is in Louisiana, very near and close to New Orleans. Um, 50 but minutes from my front door to the French Quarter. Oh, mm. Doesn't that sound nice? Your, your greeting in the beginning there, was that like um, like a Southern French or was that like that? I don't know what it's, you call it. It's a French Cajun, French? Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's Cajun. Cajun for let the good times roll. And uh, that's kind of how we are down here. I mean, it's just a place where everybody lets their freak flag fly. So especially during Carnival. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How long is Carnival for? Um, so it starts on Twelfth Night, which is the, which is the Epiphany. Mm -hmm. So um, because this is a Catholic cor corridor, so many of mm -hmm. us are Catholic or Episcopalian, which is just Catholic light. Mm -hmm. All of the Catholic, none of the guilt, as I like to say. <laughs> oh, maybe um, that's what I need to be. <laughs> yeah. I believe in a lot of the Catholic stuff. I just, I don't know that I'm, I don't want to feel all the guilt and shame that comes with it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Let that guilt go and come to the dark side of Episcopalian life. 
Um, but uh, we start then and we go all the way through to Ash, the day before Ash Wednesday. Mm. Oh, so. right before you repent for all your sins. What? A, how amazing. You make all your sins for a while, like really bad ones yeah. and good ones and fun ones. And then you go and ask for forgiveness. <sighs> And your liver asks for forgiveness, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, there have been times that I've gone out for Mardi Gras, and I started, like, usually I, I my Mardi Gras time usually starts on about a Friday mm-hmm. and ends Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just nonstop between that. And I swear, I was like, when I left, I didn't have these wrinkles or gray hairs. Mm. <laughs> I need to go to Mardi Gras that's one of my goals we need to go it is a time that you make so many friends and mm. it's so festive and it's the biggest free party in the world I mean it's just so fun so you're you always have a place down here anytime you want to come oh yeah southern hospitality exactly and you've seen yeah. the bar come on down the gumbo Seriously. will be hot Yep, the gumbo's oh, hot and the beer is gumbo. cold. <laughs> exactly. That's what I like. Oh, and she drinks liquor too. Our type of people. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, um, Debbie, tell us a little bit about too, like where you are, you know, who you are, where you grew up. Obviously, we l- learned a little bit about you being in um, Louisiana, but I don't remember if that's where you said that you grew up. So let's kind of backtrack. Tell us a little bit about like where you are between your siblings. Um, are you oldest, middle? I'm the oldest. I'm the oldest of five. And mm-hmm. um, actually, my parents were like salmon. They just spawned every <laughs> six years. So um, so they had me when they were really young. I went to my dad's high school graduation. So um, you can imagine that I was raised by children. Mm-hmm. So and the, who then subsequently had more children uh-huh. till they ended up with five. Um, and uh and so between me and my youngest brother, there's 19 years. He just celebrated his birthday this past weekend, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so uh, so I'm the oldest, and I have a brother and sister who are in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, they migrated up that way. And we are, we're all from – we're all Coonasses from, from Louisiana. <laughs> so um, – and then uh, I have a brother who um, sadly passed away from um, – he had he had some substance abuse issues and he died mm-hmm. when he was in his twenties, mm-hmm. and um, but he lives on with us down here, mm-hmm. boiling crawfish in the big sky, <laughs> and um, and then my youngest brother who I'm really close to um, just lives right around the corner. So, oh nice. Um, so yeah, so I was I was born here, raised here, um, went to college with my parents, mm-hmm. uh, then my. <laughs> uh, my dad became a public official, and that was a really interesting, weird, crazy life as a child. And um, and then all I could think the the whole time I was in high school is I just want to see other things. So graduated from high school, went to college here, right here in Baton Rouge at LSU, which was okay. Um, ended up I wanted to do computer graphics and this was back in the 80s so if you ever want to talk about the 80s I lived it and survived (laughs) it Um, and it was like Wolf of Wall Street and um, love that movie by the way it was a good movie yeah and it really was that way and uh, and so ended up finishing it um, in New Orleans honestly I'm not even gonna lie sorry when I think of Wolf of Wall Street all I think about is cocaine (laughs) 
<laughs> because the 80s like, art really was about cocaine. That's true. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. You're right. I, Everyone look, was doing cocaine. I was, I was at a party, and so I never had a taste for drugs. I mean, just I, I don't know why. I just it just wasn't my my thing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I love to drink. So, mm-hmm. but I was at a party, and I was like, oh my gosh, I got to pee so bad. And I'm waiting and waiting and waiting, and finally I just bust in, and there's this guy fishing his hands in the toilet and i'm like what the hell he's like i dropped all my quaaludes in here (laughs) and i'm like Oh, I was like, I'll just pee in the sink then. <laughs> so, I mean, naturally. I would have been like, yeah. well, you better hurry up and get, and get those. <laughs> I know. I was like, you don't understand. <laughs> I know you have your own personal agenda, but my bladder has a bigger agenda. <laughs> so. so anyway, but yeah, I grew up down here, ended up going to New Orleans. And then, then when I went to art school in mm-hmm. North Carolina and that's mm-hmm. when I first got my first taste of like really going places. Mm-hmm. And after that, I just took opportunity. I mean, if I'm really passionate about anything and what I'd love for people to know is opportunity. It's just all in front of you. It's it's in front of all of us. And, and uh, you know, as you look back over your life and you look at this beautiful quilt, I'm visual because I'm an artist Mm -hmm. but you look at this beautiful quilt of your life the thing that holds it together are all of those amazing pivotal moments brought about by opportunities that we've taken Mm -hmm. and that's what takes us from one square to the next to the next and just not having fear to be able to take those opportunities when they they arise I mean it's just Mm -hmm. the older we get the the more fear or the more settled we become like we're like oh I don't want to pack a box and move or I don't want to do this or I don't want to do that because it seems to be hard but Mm -hmm. and when you're young keep the wind at your back and buy inflatable furniture that you can just puncture (laughs) or let the air out and go because there is a great big world out there filled with so much amazing opportunity Mm mm-hmm so speaking of opportunities and speaking of not being afraid to do stuff, so like, um, let's talk about how. So so first, right? So like, in your in your twenties, you are in art school. You also start a marketing agency, right? Uh, and, I did. And mm-hmm. so, um, what kind of sparks that curiosity to do that, and um, how do you get there? Well, I. Um so this was when the internet first was coming out and um you still had dial up a lot of this places. was pre-youtube too For, isn't that crazy yeah, pre-youtube <laughs> pre-youtube pre, pre-smartphones pre-everything and uh and computers were really big and clunky pre-laptops yeah and, and so um my my one of my brothers was working out at nasa at the time he's also an engineer and uh, he said, Debbie, we're making all these websites and they look ugly. Could you come make, could you come use your, you know, creativity and make them look better? I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I don't know. Sure. It's an opportunity. I'll try it. I had mm-hmm. no idea. They're like, we want you to make GUIs. I'm like, I don't even know what a GUI is. It's a graphical, <laughs> graphic user interface. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I ended up working at NASA um, out at Spen- John C. Stennis Space Center. And uh, I was the least likely person to be at NASA. I mean, it's all these like brilliant people, (laughs) astronauts, engineers, I mean, everybody. 
And I mean, here's me, you know, walking in with my mini skirts and like, hey, yeah, I love and I'm that. Like, <laughs> full, no. full of colors. I know. They put me in a vault though to work for some reason. Like they <laughs> locked me into a vault. They were... It was the mini skirt. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was. It was way before their time. <laughs> it was. And the biggest perk is the Navy SEALs trained on that NASA base. Oh, so you and saw every day guys. at lunch, they would run by with no mm. shirts mm. on. And I would, and I was like, finally, I thought, I'm going to, I'm going to go out and I'm going to run behind them and they'll notice me and I'll, I'm going to get me a Navy SEAL boyfriend. <laughs> and, uh, in, your, in, your, in your skirt, in your heels? No, I changed and I was like <laughs> waiting for them and they come running by and I'm trying to like run. I made it about, I don't know, maybe 10 steps and I was like, phew. <laughs> you would have dropped, you should have just dropped dead. Be like, oh my God, someone help me. <laughs> Phew, I'd love a seal boyfriend, but I can't catch him. <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm so winded. Hey, help me. <laughs> I know. But, um, but I met a lot of people while I was out there at NASA and um, ended up with a lot of these government contracts. And, um, and so I've, I, I decided I'd always had a dream of having my own advertising agency. Mm-hmm. I just thought making ads was so cool. Again, way before Mad Men cool. And, um, and so I, um, ended up with some partners and we started our advertising agency, went out on our own and, um, we were, you know, sometimes it's an intersection of, you know, opportunity and luck, but casinos Mm -hmm. had just come to the, um, area. So we ended up with a lot of casino clients and, um, it was really amazing. It was tough. I remember one time walking into a newspaper office and I just, started crying and I was like I don't have a boyfriend I don't have a life I don't have anything except my job Mm -hmm. because when you start your own business I mean you're married to it exactly Mm -hmm. you're married to the game yeah you are (laughs) and uh so luckily Chief Martin came along who's the uh who was the chief for oh I want to say over 30 years of the Mississippi Band of Choctaw Indians Mm -hmm. and he wanted to buy our ad agency and my partners didn't want to sell so he said you know what debbie i really want you and that's how i ended up really starting to work for american indians nice sold you (laughs) (laughs) no it was awesome um how many years did you work with them for again because you you're like running and managing um several native american uh reservation casinos all over yeah and you were very how old are you when this was going on so i was in my 20s um late 20s and um and chief martin actually introduced me he really wanted to promote indian to indian business Mm -hmm. and uh so he introduced me to a lot of um casino a lot of at this time a lot of tribes they were looking at ways to bring money and more um self-sufficiency to the tribes Mm -hmm. to the reservation and um so i worked for him for several years and then a tribe in minnesota hired me to come up and help run their casino um, which was really fun going from the deep South where I didn't even mm-hmm. own closed toe shoes to Minnesota. <laughs> Cold as Minnesota. I think it's Minnesota. It is Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Where they eat hot dishes and they say, Ufa. Yeah. <laughs> is that like our um, equivalent to like, um, what, what, what do we say when we, when we accidentally bump into some, 
somebody? Oh, we go, shit. We go, Ope. And so Ope. Say, yeah. Ope. <laughs> Ope. 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 I know. Yeah. And uh, so I went up there and worked there for, mm, let's see, I was up there for almost 10 years, but I took a little break in my casino life while I was up there um, mm. because I had, I had my, my, I only have one child and I had her while I was in Minnesota. So um, took a little break from that and then um, ended up going to California. So gosh, almost 20 years of working for American Indians, I would say. So Man. it was, it was really, um, really great to meet all the different um, band members mm-hmm. to, um, I have a real passion for um, our Native American brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. We, um, we really, as a nation, didn't, in my opinion, didn't do right by them. Mm-hmm. Um, Trail of Tears is nothing for us to be proud of. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yet, you know, they persevered and they, they found ways to, to um, bring, bring jobs and businesses and hope and invest money that they earn through casinos back into schools, um, housing, elder care, um, just it, it was it's really an amazing story to watch that. So every time mm-hmm. I go work for a Native American casino, it was really about training their band members mm-hmm. um, how to do what I did and how to you know run casinos or start their own ancillary businesses like coffee mm-hmm. shops or convenience stores, banks. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it was really about starting their own um, economies uh, on their own sovereign land. And at that time, like, I mean, you're just passionate. So you're like, I'm, I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to help you guys out along the way as we're trialing things too. Well, I mean, that's really it. Again, it was opportunity. Chief Martin gave me this opportunity to meet everyone. Mm-hmm. Then other opportunities came along. And I mean, a lot of times I didn't know what I was stepping into exactly. I mean, it was just a lot of prayer and faith and and my mother says a lot of tenacity because I just think, oh, I can do this yeah. <laughs> and I figure out a way to do it. Um, and learning from a lot of failure. I mean, I, I think that, you know, one of the things that we get so worried about is failure is going to kill us and it, it just doesn't. I mean, I fail. I, I can't even tell you how I, I would be a billionaire for mm-hmm. all the failures that I've had. What is the failure that you would say you learned the most from? Hmm. There's two, <laughs> two really good failures. So one was when I owned my own advertising agency mm-hmm. and I was, you know, really young and really the smartest person in the room, of course. <laughs> and we had a client whose casinos looked like pirate ships, which I thought was really cool. I really love pirates. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, and I mean, then they talk so cool. Can y'all talk like a pirate? Dusty, can you talk like a pirate? <laughs> do your best impersonation um maybe <laughs> R, come on just R. <laughs> no honestly i think pirates <laughs> that's made my whole day i'm so glad that you did that for me M- M- honestly good, how good. pirates like they talk it's really crazy because uh i watched pirate of the caribbean when i caught covid i watched all of the Pirate Caribbean's movies, and I'm just like, man, I don't know how Johnny Depp did this for like forever. 
my kind of pirate is is the that one pirate from the meme and that Tom Hanks movie where he's like, "This is my boat now." Oh, or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is my boat. Kind of, that's my kind of pirate. <laughs> yeah, that's I love pirate. that pirate. <laughs> that's a good pirate too. Yeah, he looks like he was stranded out there for a while. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so we had this and I was so excited to have them. I mean, I just thought they were so cool. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I wanted to do these billboards that had pirate sayings on them and they were really clever. Like, you know, um, we have the best booty at (laughs) treasure bay and (laughs) the biggest booty at treasure bay and things like that. Well, you know, with billboards at the time, Mm -hmm. which was outdoor advertising was really big. Um, is that you really can't put that many words on there and you certainly yeah. can't do them in fancy pirate letters mm-hmm. that are red on a black background for anyone to see so but i'm so excited i've presented them i have you know when you present billboards you have these little miniature billboards mm-hmm. so i had little miniature billboards made presented it and i'm like i just sold them on it i guess my passion they were just like okay this girl she's like 110 percent in uh-huh. So they're put up. I go right around. I look at them and I'm like, oh shit, you can't read any of these. <laughs> and uh, you can't even read them. They just it look was like. Comic Sans font. Yeah, like, <laughs> just, I mean, it just looks like big blood stains on, on, the, <laughs> on the billboard. It's just disgusting. And, uh, and so I had to like go back and tell them, I was like, I. It, I messed up your billboards and it costs a lot of money and mm-hmm. I'm going to have to make this right. And so it really taught me a lot about collaboration and listening to people and mm-hmm. seeking knowledge, which is something I'm not always good at because I am the smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. Not ever. I've found out, but um, really learning from experts and learning, you know, mm-hmm. listening and, and things like that, that it, it, it taught me a lot about humility so mm-hmm. so that was a that was a big lesson and and then the other lesson involved the fbi and a court oh. case and all kinds of things so yeah. we can go down that rabbit hole if you want to at some point but that was a It'll, that was it, a lot about trusting your gut and your instinct and and really knowing people you're working for so you before before you're under because then you're in fbi protection when you go to california (laughs) (laughs) or then you're like stuck with a bunch of frogs (laughs) seriously yeah then you're wishing you had some bufo (laughs) man so you've been to a lot of casinos with um since you've been advertising for the um you know the native americans uh casinos which casino do you like the most out of all the casinos you've been to hmm that's a great question, Emily. Well, I mean, everyone loves Vegas because it's Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you that most people who work for casinos, well, it's, it's, there's no medi- median. You're either a hardcore gamer and you, as soon as you get your paycheck, you go to the, you go spend it mm-hmm. or you don't gamble at all because you know that, you know, that the casino is not in the business to give you money. Yeah. It's just to give you the hope. Of maybe getting money. Exactly. Um, That's why they give you free money to spend. That's why I stay away. Yeah, exactly. Um, So I'm not a gambler, but but they do also give you free drinks. So that's a perk. That's true. Um, That's a big perk. Yeah, that's a huge perk. Or not catering, their buffet. They usually always have like free food. 
to something? Well, Fanny, let's mm. talk on the side about okay. you going to the buffet anymore because that's not always the best idea. Okay, sorry. Mm. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like rolling the dice. It's literally free drinks. The free drinks yeah. is a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like True. a big, big yeah. part. Bring your own food. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are in a casino. It's gambling all around. <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> best, best casino. Of course, like I said, everybody loves Vegas, but I really love Reno, which is a little tiny Ooh. city in um, Nevada. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Probably, yeah, I had the best night at with $100 at a blackjack table, and I just played for almost... 20 hours straight met so many people we were just having a party at the table i mean it was amazing that's it, a good it vibe only spent a hundred dollars yeah but, that's but, a yeah. good if you have a good if you have a good people on your table you, they don't you don't want to leave because if you leave you lose your spot because there's someone right there behind you to take your spot that's true I just want to, I mean, I want to be at the table to socialize. I don't mm-hmm. care about winning or losing or anything like that. I want to just meet the people there. Mm-hmm. But I will say I made a rookie mistake. Nobody likes to do the wave at the crap table. <laughs> <laughs> no. I thought they would, but they don't. <laughs> I don't know that I know very many people who would just like randomly want to do the wave. Hey, guys, I, you want to do the the wave? Yeah. <laughs> I thought they would. Yeah, I love- <laughs> Nobody did. <laughs> Usually they say, woo! <laughs> but I mean, honestly, yeah, it's kind of true should. because there's a lot of people at the crabs table too as well. They're like, like hunched all over just to look at little, like three dices. Like, come on, do the wave. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it seem like the perfect place to do the wave? Exactly. Yeah. Because there's more, pe- there's a lot of people look at the crabs table. Yeah. Um, when I went to Vegas, uh, I spent, like, at the casino, I spent almost, like, five hours at the casino. How much money did you spend? I spent a lot. You're embarrassed. I'm not going to say it because I am embarrassed. Because you're embarrassed. Because I, I lost a lot. What but how uh, much do you think? Was it, like? A hun- $150. How much? <laughs> no, I was going to say, are you, are you uh, over or under four digits? <laughs> You don't want to know. You <laughs> <laughs> don't want to know. <laughs> I, she was there for five hours. So basically, I'm just going to tell you that uh, Vegas won. Fucked you over. Zero. <laughs> every, every Vegas got hands. Go, every time I go to Vegas, it's always Vegas one. So I've been to Vegas twice. So right now, it's Vegas two, Emily zero. So I'm trying to bring up my tally. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> Emily, a fun thing you can always do when you run out of money is you can just sit in the lobby and play the game of who's the working girl going <laughs> in and out of the elevator. Hmm. Uh, is she getting paid or is she not? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun game. Yeah. But my dad didn't like it so much, but I think probably because he was paying some of those girls. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Debbie has zero filter. Too. It's oh, great. whoops. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, Debbie, some educate us a little bit. Do you know do you happen to know the history of like how um Native American casinos got started or like why or, or kind of what happens there? So what happened is um so I, I, I really know specifically in Minnesota because I actually did some lobbying on behalf of all the um, casinos up there. Mm. 
So um, the casinos had compacts that they were able to open with the states. So each Native American land is considered to be sovereign. Um, a lot of them have their own courts, their own court systems, their own police, um, their own police forces, everything, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's again, sovereign land. So mm -hmm. they're their own nation, mm -hmm. um, kind of micro nations within it. So they were able to open what they called compacts with the states that they were in to allow them to get bingo halls. Um, I think this is also the case in Oklahoma because I worked with Oklahoma tribes too. Mm -hmm. So they started out with bingo halls because, of course, you know, everybody, white people were like, and of course, I'm, I'm just to clarify, I'm one of those white people. The white <laughs> people were like, oh, bingo on, you know, what are these Indians going to do with a bingo hall? Mm -hmm. Well, they leveraged it. People wanted to come play bingo and being able, you know, to bring in really great attorneys, um, other, you know, other, again, it's learning to collaborate and think, you know, entrepreneurially and be willing to take risks. Um, they were able to bring in smaller casinos and then eventually build on those. You know, first it was slot machines and it was table games. So it was constantly bringing in the, the you know, building upon that. So um, so when they were able to bring in real casino, well, what I like to call real casinos, casino properties, that's with an entertainment um, component, restaurants, hotels. Um, that's when a lot of the the tribes were able to really flourish and um and start really putting money back into their their own people mm -hmm. so um but i mean it's it's really a, a it was really amazing because so many of the tribes they really hold on to their traditions mm -hmm. um i was telling um fanny one time that you know the art at the um malax band of ojibwe tribe was just so amazing because they they used what they could find and um up there uh birch bark is really um prominent because mm -hmm. there's so many birch trees and it kind of flakes off it's kind of like a paper and they would roll it and make this really beautiful intricate art they made birch bark canoes it's a rite of passage for a lot of the um, young men they spearfish they hunt with bow and arrow i mean it's i i love that they've been able to preserve what's makes them unique and different and what's so beautiful about their their tribes that is nice what was like what would you say is like the biggest uh culture shock that you experience around that hmm so i would go to the powwows and there was a little bit of culture shock around the powwows um just because it's um it's just it's you just don't really don't know what to expect you know the way you see things depicted on tv or in movies is nothing at all um does not prepare you for the the beauty of the jingle dresses and and the dancing and um that people were actually in teepees um the uh res car parade was always kind of interesting um but really I, you know, I don't, I wouldn't say any of it was a shock, um, like a bad shock. Mm -hmm. It was just the depth and the beauty of the, the, the different tribes and their different traditions mm -hmm. and really being able to immerse myself in that. It's almost like 
you know, we, we, everybody's so hot to go to Europe to immerse themselves for three days, you know, when they get off a cruise ship in Venice. (laughs) But I mean, when you're really living and working amongst um, people, you really do get to immerse yourself and appreciate the the beauty of of their life. Mm -hmm. That is nice. Um, Debbie, so like we mentioned, we are on the freemium version of Zoom. Let's, let's switch over to the other link. I think this is a good, like Mm -hmm. quick break stop to go to the other one we get like 40 minutes of free zoom time i think we're a little over i don't know what it does i don't know if it kicks us out but before it does <laughs> <laughs> let's just move to the other one <laughs> okay all right okay we'll see you on the other one <laughs> okay hey i spilled coffee on my seat the other day oh man and then cleaning out your car is a lot of work have you heard of tu auto no i haven't so tu auto is the easiest way to keep your car clean you can schedule an appointment online. It only takes less than two minutes. Go to tuauto.com right now on your phone. And they come to you as well? Yeah, they come to you wherever. So like if you need to do it at home, in your office, or you're at the parking lot buying stuff at the grocery store. I'm scheduling it now. Visit tuauto.com. Welcome back to Here's to You Guys. There you go. Comma, guys. Comma, guys. You did it. Comma, guys. Guys. They can never get the name right. Maybe we just need to change the name. Ooh, that could be a poll question. What? Change our podcast name? Yeah. I think we're pretty firmly branded where we're at. Yeah. Here's to you, comma, guys. Here's to you. Yeah. It's here's to you, comma, guys, apparently, according to both (laughs) Dusty and Emily. No, that's that's the wrong name, Debbie. Um, they just both like, suck. <laughs> they literally always do that. I said it wrong again. No, 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 not this time. <laughs> no, Emily. Oh, Emily oh. says, "Here's for you," and then, and then does I, says, I always say, guys. "I always say, here's for you," and then Fanny be like, "Here's to you." Oh, <laughs> shit! <laughs> Damn it! There's a comma in there. It's, here's to you, comma guys. Guys, <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> Emily, pour me up another cup of this wine. Yes, master. Debbie, <laughs> Debbie, Debbie, what you got to drink over there? So I um, use the magic of the bartisan. I would mm-hmm. suggest everyone look it up and uh, have a Manhattan, which is my favorite city, my favorite drink. Mm-hmm. I love bourbon. Um, I told y'all earlier I had no palate for wine, but mm. oh, I have a palate for bourbon. <laughs> so I just love a good sipping drink when I'm talking with friends, and it's been so fun to talk with all of y'all. So seemed like a perfect drink. Explain this 
bipartisan to me. It sounds like another no one's thing saying coming out of your <laughs> mouth there. Well, it's not a it's not a New Orleans thing. It is actually um actually my my uh child, um, Natalie, shout out to her, who loves TikTok, sent it to mm-hmm. me in the summer and she's like, You need to get this for Joe, my husband. Uh-huh. And uh so I watched the TikTok and I was like, Oh, this is so cool. So I immediately went online, found it and ordered it like pronto because I was so worried about the supply chain. So I had it. um, Yeah. So so what it is, it's just like a Keurig, but it's a Keurig for people who like to not drink coffee. Mm. So (laughs) for people who like to drink alcohol. So you know how the Keurig you put water in, you don't put water in, you put in vodka or bourbon or whatever your favorite spirit is. And then you drop in a little pod. And so if you want to make a Manhattan, you drop in a Manhattan pod. If you want to make a sex on the beach, you make a sex on the beach pod. You drop in your pod and you do just like you do with your Keurig, press down on it. And then you and it makes your drink. So it's so awesome. Man. And it, they should sponsor you because they need young, awesome customers. See, Bart- like your listeners. Bartison, if you would like to sponsor us, we are here to you. Sometimes we say here's to you, comma, guys. Sometimes it's here's for you, but we make great commercials. It could be here's to you, comma, Bartison. Here's <laughs> to you, comma, Bartison. Yeah. Already did your whole commercial right this, here. This is really, really cool because I just looked it up and it's like, so let me show you guys since I have it up. Well, so, that is a fancy looking right, Keurig. Right, right. It, it looks like, like a Keurig. Yeah. It does look a Keurig. And then like instead of this is like, should be your water is actually your alcohol and you could put different type of uh liquor on there so you could do right. whiskey bourbon um vodka tequila that is so cool what and are you, what yeah, are your it, um spirits right now on yours curious so it's four reservoirs and we have vodka of course tito's <laughs> our favorite another person who should sponsor you yes we've um, had tito's on here so we have tito's we probably have four roses bourbon because that's my favorite gin um and hey babe what's the fourth thing in the um bartisan tequila mm. tequila nice nice we do love tequila here yes in one of the episodes i um try gin as a shot <laughs> go ahead did. and look for it listeners <laughs> Yeah, you guys finishing oh. her face. She was like, should I take a shot of this? And before anybody else could answer and tell her no, she just went ahead and took it. Uh-uh, I gave you guys uh, at least two seconds to no, respond. No one did. cared about me. I just watched did her. Your, did, did your eyes tear up? It was really bad. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty pretty so major. Bad. It's on Jocelyn's episode if you guys want to go. <laughs> no, but let's go back to here's to comma Debbie. here's two comma you fanny (laughs) Um, thank you for telling us about your awesome drink mixology drink machine we are drinking wine over here because we're kind of flamos today we didn't really plan too well Um, it's kind of far away to make a drink together it is far Mm -hmm. but we wanted to still like have a drink together see guys everything is doable through the internet so cheers 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 to you i'm out cheers (laughs) chin chin is that what that means in like french 
I don't know. I guess I just heard somebody say it, and I like the yeah, way it sounded. I've chin heard, chin. I've heard it said too. Where did I hear that? I know it was in a movie. What? I'm trying to think of what movie. What is it? Chin chin. Chin chin. Chin chin. Sounds like. I think oh. it was Mary Poppins. Chin chin any. Chin chin any. <laughs> chin chin cheru. Yes. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. That's what I like, think of too. It was, it was from those yeah. times for sure. Yeah. I want to say Murder on the Orient Express is what I heard. It seems that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you is know, that a good movie? everybody. Sorry. It's so good. It is. I liked it. Yeah. I need to watch it. I like it. I I've been I've been I is it's on my um to watch list, but I just keep just looking something else. But I'm one, gonna watch it. The next one's instead. You're out. watching Emily in Paris because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's about actually, me. Yeah, we've actually <laughs> literally binged it. Uh, we did. We binged it <laughs> twice. Seen it all. Yep. Guilty so as charged. Did you watch it? And <laughs> were good. you like? That's what I would do if I was in Paris. Emily no, kept saying real. it's <laughs> Amelia in Mexico around that time she went to um, Cancun. And so she was telling everybody about Emily in Paris, the show. And then she would just be like, guys, and then like tune into my Instagram so you can see Amelia in Mexico. Yeah, it was. My bro- or am I wrong? It was, it was <laughs> season one, episode one. <laughs> Amelia <laughs> takes Mexico. <laughs> and um, Mexico one. Amelia zero. Actually, actually, I beat Mexico. <laughs> no, whatever. You fell asleep in your go out outfit and you didn't even go out. That was in Vegas. No, that was also. Oh, like yes. Cancun. Yes. I was supposed to go out <laughs> with uh, the, our group and I was like, I finished early and I'm going to take a little nap. You know, I woke up she the next drunk. day. It was a drunk nap. I, I woke it, me and my mother woke up the next day. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and they're like we call that a, call that a debutante nap. It's <laughs> just for your beauty, exactly. <laughs> and what what was great about it because we're in an all inclusive uh, resort, and you know my brother was with me, and he's like, I was like, Jaden, if you're hungry, just call a room service. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of debutantes, I think that we're in a good um, position to also talk about Debbie's travel stories like the time that she traveled with journey so journey oh my gosh <laughs> like yes. journey don't stop believing journey yes the original journey the original the original one right the original Steve oh Perry with my lead gosh singer with his beautiful flowing hair <laughs> i mean open arms yeah and uh yeah. don't stop believing uh, it was all there so I so I have my I've had the same best friend forever. So shout uh-huh. out to Nikki who um, is so awesome. Here's to you, and a Nikki. Soul sister. Yes, mm-hmm. here's to you, comma Nikki. Nikki. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and um, I wish she was here right now because she has the best stories ever. Mm-hmm. But um, so we took all of our high school graduation money that we should have used for going to college. Mm -hmm. And instead we went on the road with Journey. And um, so- Did you guys randomly meet them? Sorry, like- Like how did you guys end up meeting? How did you end up meeting with Journey? What do you mean? It's like, oh, I- (laughs) No, we bought tickets and went on the road with Journey. We spent all our money on tickets. We're like, we're gonna buy tickets everywhere. Tickets were so cheap back then. Yeah, I bet they're like $15. No, try eight, Emily. Oh $8. my gosh! Eight dollars. I need to die and Nikki's. go back to the other world. <laughs> right now, back was tickets admission. were like a thousand. Yeah, it was general admission. 
we got in Nikki's car with all of our grad money and we would just go wherever they were going oh and we went on the road with Journey and we bought tickets and went and see them at every show. <laughs> yeah. Well, Nikki, who I love so much, is so cool. Number one, she's like tall, she's beautiful, she's like model, you know, gorgeous. Uh-huh. So we get it, in the, but then here's Debbie, little short Debbie, all nerdy. I'd go see the concerts in Bermuda shorts and knee socks <laughs> and a headband. <laughs> You're cute, Lisa Frank. But everybody else is there with like their Daisy Dukes and torn T-shirt and halter tops. You know, <laughs> it was a time when you know everybody's wearing bikinis, and I'm like have a polo button down on that's been starched. And uh, I would elbow. You have my a way up you have a front. fanny pack. You're like yeah. <laughs> I would. They hadn't invented fanny packs yet. Oh, I have a, like a little a little purse. Nah. And. Uh, and so I'd elbow my way up to the top. Nikki, of course, was like meeting all the handsome hot guys. So I ne- wouldn't see her till the end of the concert usually because she was like, you know, everybody was like, she walked in and the sea parted for her. And then me, I would just follow behind to get to the front of the stage. And I would watch and I'd be at the front. And I'm like, why are all these girls getting asked to go back? I mean, that's how naive I was. I was like, why are they taking all these girls back and not me? And finally. You sound so like, I, I'm, a, I'm a great person. <laughs> the like, came I a long way. I just want to meet them. I'm just like, I just want to meet them. They're so cool. Yeah. <laughs> he has such flowing hair. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, we're in, I don't even know where, maybe in Houston, Texas. And Brian Adams was their opening band the whole tour. Uh-huh. And he looks down, and this is what he says. He locks eyes with me, and I'm like, this is my moment. I'm going to be <laughs> asked to go back. And he looks down, and he looks at me dead in the eyes and leans in and i'm just waiting for him to say she's the one bring her back and he goes you again you're (laughs) here again that's what he said and then he just starts playing and i'm like what the heck (laughs) he's like oh my god it's the same girl cool i know i was so not cool at all all the other like he he know cool that headband girls. from anywhere. <laughs> he did. I've seen those Bermuda sh- shorts and those knee socks. <laughs> oh and your sensible shoes. And your sensible shoes. <laughs> I have a quick question because, like, don't most like most bands usually when they're on tour they play the same set. So like they or, do. They play the same same set. And you were tired everywhere. of it. No. Oh no. Who it would be tired? Journey. Apparently ever get tired of Steve Perry's soaring vocals. They inspire Dude. me to this day. So I went to a Journey concert too. You know how back then they had their uh when they found that singer that sounded just like him? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Y'all need to look it up. It's pretty good. He's mm-hmm. Phil he's uh he's Filipino. Filipino. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he sounds just like him. Like it, he does. It's crazy. But uh when we went there for their concert it was here in Wichita when it it start it happened. And oh my God, listening to him, it was beautiful. My mom, she lo- she's a big, big Journey fan. Mm-hmm. And she was like, if only it was the real person. <laughs> 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 but I mean, like when, um, when he, when he, it, did it just all start out on YouTube that they found him on YouTube or it was they like. They did, they found him on YouTube. Yeah, they found him on YouTube. Yeah. And then they literally flew him to where mm-hmm. they are and then he auditioned in front of them and sold That's now cool. he's making so he's much so good he's so good yeah. so good he is good you need, lots need to look it up mm-hmm. look it up 
But I will tell you, yes, same set. Steve Perry would end it when the lights go down in the city with uh and I just every time I would just be like yay and everyone would have their lighters up except me because I wasn't cool enough to have a lighter and I'd be like I'd be like oh you weren't drinking I wish I had one of those lighters (laughs) you're like hey can I hold your uh wrist so I can act with you (laughs) can we hold hands can we hold hands we're in this together (laughs) exactly Nikki's up in the rafter with like some you know probably pro football players you know having this great time they probably have 20 lighters she's looking cool and i'm down there with my purse going i wish i had a lighter <laughs> she's like debbie she's like kinda. debbie look look yeah. nikki of course went on to marry a really handsome doctor and has had like model children so uh, what are you her, to say her about... life is pretty amazing what are you trying to say about joe over there uh, Sasquatch is real. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heart Sasquatch. <laughs> you need <a> TM. <laughs> I know. <laughs> here's to here's to you, comma Sasquatch. <laughs> hey, I believe in him. <laughs> if you want to you can see him in person just come on down the gumbo's the gumbo's hot the beer is cold and bigfoot is waiting <laughs> i'm coming i'm really am what is uh what would you say because like you're also when you're managing all these casinos you're like going everywhere you're managing all over the u.s what would you say is your most memorable good or bad up to you naughty or not you want to keep a job after this? Up to you. <laughs> we don't censor, but up to you. How much you want to censor yourself is a story that you'd like to share. <laughs> oh, you know that's kind of funny uh, that you would think that it would happen in in the casinos because I mean that's really that was kind of my business and you know that whole saying you don't shit oh, where no. you eat. No, I meant like so, so many oh. cities. No, oh, I didn't think you would do it. Yeah, I didn't think you'd do it at a casino. Gosh. It. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I don't wow. think you should do it at a casino. <laughs> FBI is coming. Well, I mean, <laughs> most of it, most of it is is Mardi Gras. I mean, that's really when I really let my hair down. I mean, first off, there's, I don't really get drunk. I mean, I like can drink a lot, and I don't ever lose my my shit except for on Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. And this, okay, so this is a Nikki story. One year I was dressed as a zebra because I thought that'd be cute costumes, you know, like a little stripes and the hooves and the mane and zebra stripes. <laughs> and uh, I'm, the houses in New Orleans are built up high because yeah. it's you, you can't pour a foundation because it's all liquid. Mm-hmm. And so they're built up high. So I was at, on my front porch drinking, probably being loud, probably cussing, you know, doing all those crazy things or trying to get everybody to do the wave. And... Um, <laughs> And so I fell backwards off my porch. Okay. And okay. Hit my how, head on how, how many, how high were you? I was probably about three feet off the ground, but like I fell w. backwards and hit my head on oh, the concrete oh. hard enough that they said my head bounced. Oh. And I stood up and said, I spilled my drink. Someone get me a drink. And so <laughs> you went inside to get me. I know. I'm not worried about my head. I'm worried about my drink. Like, ma'am, uh, you probably have a concussion. 
Who? Is that a drink? <laughs> so Nikki goes inside to get me a new drink. She said she came out and I was MIA. Uh-huh. They spent hours looking for me. This is Mardi Gras day. Yeah. They finally fi- find me sitting on the curb with a bunch of people who are from a housing project nearby. Mm-hmm. So I'm like the lone white girl sitting there, <laughs> all right, eating, dressed as a zebra, eating ribs out of a mayonnaise jar and smoking a joint. I don't even smoke weed. I've like got a big blunt in one hand and a rib bone in the other, Nikki said. And I don't even remember any of this, okay? Because yeah. I've hit my head so hard. Yeah. And she walks up and she goes, we've been looking for you everywhere. And I was like, I found my people. These are my people. <laughs> I was like, and I'm a zebra for a reason to bring harmony. Oh and she's like, we've got to get you home. And I'm like, I'm not going without my people. So I'm like, everybody on the corner needs to come to my house. <laughs> oh my, my herd, follow me. <laughs> yeah. Nikki said on the way there, it was a terrible walk. I there were they were doing a live broadcast of the parade mm-hmm. and there's this man on there his name's frank davis who i think is kind of a fox and so i jump into the middle of the, his live broadcast and i'm like frank davis frank davis will you marry me and he's always <laughs> funny the first time but yeah. then the hundredth time of me like you know pawing at him he's like please get this drunk girl off of me <laughs> and sounds like the time that emily proposed yeah. to Don. <laughs> And then we had a friend named Chris who had a brain tumor and wasn't supposed to drive. And I insisted that he drive a convertible filled with all of my new friends and my old friends to go get egg rolls. Yeah. I mean, it was just a while. It was, it was, it was just really wild. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a eating ribs. Time. Yeah. Eating ribs out of a mayonnaise jar. How do you. So were you dipping the ribs in the mayonnaise jar? Like when it was ma- an empty mayonnaise jar that was now holding the ribs, I believe. It's a very it's a very important that we ask these questions. We need clarity. Yeah. We need to paint the picture. It's like yeah. a mayonnaise jar, a mayonnaise jar, like a Duke's mayonnaise jar, uh-huh. with no mayonnaise left in it, but has been filled with delicious <laughs> wonderful ribs. And the best ribs ever. And, and delicious in her I, I'm happy that you remember the food because <laughs> I'm I'm a big foodie myself. If I don't yeah. if I don't remember the food, oh I, I won't even go I'll, I'll go back again. I'm like I don't they're like you were just here yesterday. I don't remember if I was really drunk. Yeah. I love I mean I I do I love Mm -hmm. the food and I I can remember that it cuts through all any kind of alcohol and juice Mm -hmm. fog the food does (laughs) but if it wouldn't have been for Nikki who knows where I would have ended up you you, no honestly you would she saved she has saved me so many times tequila shooting contests that I think I can win (laughs) and I'm in it to win it Nikki's saving me you know and there have been more times that I can tell you that somehow I've ended up in a convertible riding on the back like waving like miss usa yeah like miss Miss usa i'm like how the hell did i get here what state am i in so that's i miss louisiana what are you talking about (laughs) i know i know but and god bless nikki she's just like she's just She's such a good friend because Mm -hmm. I'm the one who's just like off to the races. Mm -hmm. And she's like, don't worry. I got this. I know what's going to happen to (laughs) her. That's (laughs) how we are together. It's like us. Our friend group, we're the same way. We're like, 
oh, she's going to get drunk. We we got to take care of her. We know what she's going to do. Yeah. I know. Nikki's like, hold my beer while I hold her hair. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There have been so many times where, like, um, we'll be having a good time. And then, like, someone says, we're, we're drunk already. And someone just says the wrong thing. And then, like, we just know. And we're like, ah, oh, she's going to be pissed now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Like, they're like, oh shit, he triggered her. Oh. <laughs> Somebody hold her back. Somebody, cause, cause I, if I, if I'm not holding her back, I'm in the in the fight too as well. <laughs> Best trip though, Fanny, hands down, was to South Africa. Hands Ooh. down, Ooh. South Africa was amazing. Again, opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. someone, you know, we had an opportunity to to be on this trip. Um, we got to go on a safari, uh, and here again, you know, it's the opportunity of being there, but then you're on a safari and two male rhinos had gotten into a fight over their territory mm-hmm. and one had, um, gouged the other one and killed it, sadly. Yeah. Um, that's, but, you know, that's, that's, what they that's do. nature. Yeah. Yeah. And so we would go back and visit that rhino carcass mm-hmm. every single day mm-hmm. to really, I mean, get, talk about watch the circle of life. Yeah. Um, you know, first the, the vultures came, then a pride of lions came and the females li- lions ripped it open so that they could eat really inside. They would mm-hmm. go in the rhino to eat mm-hmm. and little oh. cubs were in there eating. And oh, I mean, it was so just cute. really amazing <laughs> to watch, to watch, you know, how, even though it was tragic and I mean, you feel so many emotions because of course we put all our human emotions on animals. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though it was tragic that this rhino had given up its life, how many, how much it fed by, Mm -hmm. you know, by doing that. A lot of packs. Yeah. That was was really cool. That's nice. So South Africa, definitely a high point of of anywhere I've ever gone. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's ancient and amazing and humbling. It's, it's, um, it's 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 really makes you feel a different way and for some reason Mm -hmm. i mean europe is old new orleans is Mm -hmm. old but africa is really it really feels like you've walked back in time Mm -hmm. and it's just beautiful beautiful people amazing food i ate giraffe i ate um you ate a giraffe Mm -hmm. oh yeah i went to a zulu a zulu uh camp and that the Zulu hunters had killed a giraffe and prepared it in our honor. So, of course I did. How did they prep it and how did it taste? It tasted like chicken. I knew it. <laughs> Everything tastes like chicken. <laughs> so it's dry. I had a, I'm kidding. I'm not going to lie. I had a hard time with the giraffe because, you know, I love a giraffe. Yeah. The warthog was flipping amazing and they roasted it like in a pit, kind of mm. like a couchant d'olay. Uh-huh. And, um... And then uh, the giraffe, they also, because I mean, the way they prepare everything is over big open fires. Mm-hmm. So um, they prepared the giraffe the same way. Oh, Jeez. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like, good. A giraffe sounds delicious to you right now? Like you could really go for a giraffe steak. Yeah, I'll eat almost a steak anything. <laughs> Human? I'm going to tell you, Dusty, go for the warthog. It, it's it's really tasty. I would imagine that a warthog would be pretty tasty. Cause you're fat. Yeah. Yeah. Like Timon. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So that's I was thinking. I was like, warthog. Isn't that Timon? <laughs> yeah. 
isn't there in wait was that Timon or Pumba? Pumba. There you go. It's Pumba. Timon is a Pumba. It's the Merkey. Merkey. Yeah. I can't believe I know that. Yeah, that was really good. I think you can go down to Texas and shoot warthogs from a helicopter with guns. They have those in Texas. Because they're like heavily overpopulated and they're like we have them here too. I didn't know that. So. Yeah, you can totally just go shoot a bunch of them in the field from a helicopter. And I think we should do that as a field trip. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you should. (laughs) With the whole $150. Again, guys, buy us more drinks. Yes. We will literally go help support at least our Zoom account. Warthog removal. (laughs) Here's to you, Warthog. Here's to you, comma. I really wanted to go out and uh, travel other um, places as well because um, I went to Laos and it's my parents' motherlands and um, it's literally a whole new world. Mm-hmm. Like going there from like the richest city to the poorest, poorest place. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, like everything's so humbling. Everything's so humbling, and like they do it like it's this is their everyday life, and they love it. Yeah. Well, I mean. Well, but you know what? Yeah, yeah. Did you ever poop in a field? I did. While you were there. Yeah. So did I. I had to bring my own uh, wet wipes too from. Well, you were bougie enough to bring wet wipes. I know. That's bougie. (laughs) That was bougie. (laughs) <laughs> and I watch my. Grandma. So you can poop in a field when you go warthog hunting. See, I there bet. You go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you can poop in a helicopter while you go warthog. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. Don't poop, do that. Yeah, no, poop do. out of the helicopter. Nobody yeah. wants you to poop in the helicopter. That's exactly what I was Trust imagining me. in my head. Man. It was very funny. <laughs> we'll hold your hair back for you. Can you hold my hair back. <laughs> Hold my beer. I'm gonna hold her hair. <laughs> I'm imagining just. I was imagining us like jumping out and trying to catch her. You know. I was like, I just think I could fly. Because <laughs> that's something I would do. But you know, Emily, I'm glad you went. I mean, that opportunity again to mm-hmm. travel to really see the way other people live. Weren't you humbled by American poor? And other countries poor looks yes. totally different. Yes, very. Um, they're they're in in over there at Laos. They still like grind. Like oh, yeah. they they like find anything to sell just to eat. You know what I saw today or yesterday about mm. Laos? Mm. Somebody that works for somebody over there is trying to bring Walmart over there. What? Mm. Walmart? Yeah. Hmm. How do you feel about that? That sucks because, like, there's other. Crush everybody. Yeah, it's going to crush everybody because you know how there's. Well, basically, it depends on, like, you know, around if Walmart is going to be made in, you know, Vientiane, then I feel bad about everybody who has convenience stores Mm -hmm. around there (laughs) because. Literally, a corporate is taking over everything when mm-hmm. already Laos is a providence of China. Mm-hmm. So, because we are poor, Laos is a very poor, poor country. Yeah, it's it's like 
like really poor mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. right isn't isn't it like it's ranked pretty high i guess in like poorness level i don't know that's a really bad ranking too. yeah but because <laughs> that's why because <laughs> mexico is poor too guys that's why Emily china and I live very yeah. alike i'm from poor mexico, mexico okay wow. guys yeah i'm from poor mexico <laughs> not uh, bougie mexico man I, I, there was no bougie in Laos when I was I, I think the only person the only thing was bougie was me there <laughs> well you brought yeah. wet wipes <laughs> yeah <That's> a lot. <laughs> those things do not um, you know uh, decompose the mm. same way mm -mm. <laughs> you're over there littering <laughs> <laughs> burning my burning my trash and everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they're like save it we're gonna burn it oh you know dude oh my, my god my so brother like he likes to say we one day he's like where's your trash can at outside where <laughs> yep yep so um it's funny you say that because my mom still has a habit even here she, she still burns her to trash burn, to burn trash well because mm -hmm. she's like it's gonna get filled and i'm like mom <laughs> but like she always like wants to burn like boxes and yeah. stuff like that but still i'm just like She's like, well, uh, like she doesn't want to fill up the trash thing, bin, but a landfill. Yeah, yeah. Know. And so, mm -hmm. like, she'll the landfill is the top tallest um, spot in Wichita. Did you know that? Yes, I didn't know that. That's sad. Yeah. Have you oh, seen it? Shit, no. Have you seen it? Out by Sedgwick uh, County Park. Yeah, dude, it's huge. It is huge. It was Natalie's eighth grade field trip was to go to the landfill. <laughs> yeah, it's it's huge. I mean, way to bring like some like context into all the stuff that's yeah no i think it was but <laughs> so you i think that we have it kind of backwards here in america that we wait until we're old to travel i think it's really important to go while you're young mm -hmm. and really get an understanding of what the world's like i mean so many of us live now more than ever. The reason I didn't get bored with Journey is guess what, Fanny? There wasn't anything to do except Journey. Oh, we didn't have cell phones. Yeah. We didn't have laptops. We didn't have, you know, I didn't even have a lighter. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, when you go and you really get to see other cultures and other countries, mm -hmm. other traditions, what's important to other you know, people just just listening to all of your podcasts and talking about the importance of family and, mm -hmm. and holding on to your own traditions. I mean, it. I think as young people, it's going to I really feel that your generation, Generation Z, Gen mm -hmm. Z, that uh, that I mean, that's what's going to innovate and change and make mm -hmm. make our, our world, not just our country, but our world better. I said this is, on the last podcast too as well. And then right before that one, she talked so much shit on her Gen Z brother. Sorry, I just have to remind I mean, everyone. you know, they're little shits, but like <laughs> sometimes I look at him like, man, you are the reason why I want change in this world. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm Gen X, so, yeah. you know. We're the generation that really didn't do anything. We were kind of like, me, whatever. You guys were like the <laughs> mellow. You're like, I'm just going to go along with it. <laughs> I'm just going to eat ribs out of a mayonnaise jar. <laughs> with my people. With my, with my people. people. <laughs> Dressed as a zebra. Um, Speaking of our people, Debbie, um, what, what would you like to say as like some parting words to us? <laughs> Gosh, so, uh, you know, I this is your, your 30 seconds of fame. What would you like to say? I'm going to say, if you get the opportunity to go somewhere, don't think twice, do it. Just go. Don't buy a lot of shit that doesn't mean anything. 
buy the chance to travel. Go see see different places, talk to different people, get to really know people. Um, keep your mind open because everyone, I mean, everyone can be a friend. Everyone has something to offer. Everyone has a, a story. Everyone has value. Everyone has unique talents and dreams and passions. I mean, it doesn't matter if they're, you know, living in a mansion or, or living in a cardboard box. I mean, everyone has a ton of value and we just have to be human and start, start trying to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would say. Travel and be a human. Mm. Or be a human and travel. <laughs> Love well, and hold my beer. <laughs> Where the gumbo's hot. Yes. <laughs> so here's to you, comma, Debbie. Bariba. Here's to you, comma, Fanny. <laughs> I want you to do Fanny does the French Quarter. I, Emily yeah. in Paris. Oh my you God. You can do Fanny in the French Quarter. That'd be so much fun. I've, that's bucket list for me. Yeah. So, yeah. Parriba. Parriba. Pa abajo. Chin chin. Chin chin. Chin chin. Chin chin. Oh, wait. No.